great day. Great day. Wonderful to be back here with all leaders and change makers. We have well being in order to effectively nonviolence, compassion, and our communities and organize. a quote from today's very soul. As we are ready to kick the coffee with Rhonda Michelle, I hope I'm ready to lead above the grind. into today's episode. Excited to be back with all of you. Episode of season seven of the exciting. Um, and how far we've come able to connect and just have an amazing invite guest to the coffee table. So, so it, um, at, if you're out there, Coffee with Rhonda show is your cup full of wit for today's savvy day. We're gonna talk a little bit meeting with purpose. And so, so as, as we get started on our show to introductions, I have a couple of ask for all out there and, and you're watching, don't forget to tell us where you are, tell us what you have and as we get started today. Okay. Number two. I promise you there will be something that someone else needs to hear. Familiar faces already out there uh, for joining. We'll get to you all and say hello. So as we get started, my name is Rhonda Wise Show, and I am also or a recovering stressed out leader, a leadership above the ground, I'm mentoring and coming. We help leaders uh, to really in that place we're going to talk about today to get up above the grind so that they serve, rise, and show. If you want more, more information on the work, work that we do at leadership above the grind and leadership above the grind.net. So we're going to do our introduction. So and we are using a new platform, and this is all getting used to it. So please extend us if there's any kind of weird, quirky, technical issue normally see. Uh, so hello and welcome back to our Ray. Hi there. Great to see you. Hello. We are fantastic. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. It's such a pleasure to be back after uh, a long break. So really excited to be to be back here for the uh, Coffee with Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. About you and don't, don't do like I did and forget to back up a second. I have my cup I have, have Ecuadorian coffee, you know, Ecuador, um, um, this just like I picked up some wonderful Ecuadorian coffee in my cup today. So, Marie, you having your, your cup? 
So I have coffee today because I, I need to stay awake. I have to pick up my daughter. She went out. And uh, so I have to drink coffee to stay awake. So <laughs> I have coffee in my cup. <laughs> so do you want to just quickly introduce her? Really have problem with my connection. Come back to you, Ray, um, and let you. Hey, how are you? Welcome to. I have you here. Michael's written to you something. Your friend Michael. Yeah. Yes. I'll get to that in just a second. Introduce yourself. I want you to tell everybody amazing work that you you do in the world, and then. Yes, my name is Mandar. I uh, usually am based in Los Angeles, uh, but I've also lived in Houston for almost 17 years. But currently I am in uh, Mumbai in India. Since the last two years, I came here to be with my parents during the pandemic to support them. And I think the only good thing of the pandemic is the whole world is online. So you can be anywhere and do your work. So uh, here I am having an evening coffee with my friend Rhonda, who I'm very inspired by. I met her online last year. And uh, yeah, I love the work she's doing to spread positive leadership. Wonderful. Mandar, you So just give us a brief overview. Brief overview of, uh, of me and my work. Well, I'm a petroleum engineer, but I'm nothing to do with petroleum engineering nowadays. Um, <laughs> I work with leaders and change makers to look into specific challenges related to violence in their communities. And uh, we co-create solutions that actively promote peace and nonviolence and mental well-being and compassion. Uh, because, you know, violence has reached uh, a level where it doesn't affect our skin color, it doesn't see our bank balance, it doesn't see our social or political views. It can happen anywhere, it can happen anytime. And sadly, after it happens, then we put flowers and candles and we hugs and we say, oh, it should not have happened. So that is what my key moment of truth was a few years ago that we all have compassion in our hearts, but we somehow wait for an act of violence for it to be expressed. So that was uh, where I challenged myself. Like, uh, you know, when we look at a mass shooting, for example, but it could be any other type of violence as well, like, uh, you know, a suicide or a homicide or a domestic abuse in your neighborhood. And you hear it, but we have become so immune to it. We hear so often that we have become immune to it. So I felt like until it happens to me, I may not do anything about it. And that woke me up like, what? What am I waiting for? So uh, that's what got me going six years ago. And uh, yeah, I'm in the peace rabbit hole, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mandar, for introducing the work that you do in the world to promote amazing. I absolutely love uh, that work. So let's get into our conversation with peace and purpose. Before we do, hello to some people. Hello, Regina. Thank you for being here. Season seven. She's some slight technical challenges, but we've had them ourselves this morning. We actually had it. So, um, and then we are there. Hello, 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 Michael. Always great to see you joining us. Uh, let's see, I believe this is happy Saturday, beautiful. She says, and Stephanie, mom is out there as well, waiting here with blue raspberry juice of lemon. Honestly, mom has. All the time. So, thank you so much for tuning. In. So, 
our conversation started, and uh, it's clear, but Rhonda, you're breaking up my connection. Oh, great. So let's see and fix my audio a bit. I'm here on the fly with this new system. It works out. Okay. I've switched my audio. all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Is that Marae? Still there. It's breaking. Huh. It's breaking up. Breaking. That is interesting. Well, I that. Um, I agree with Michael. Hey, Dale. I've got to figure out what's going on. One more thing. We're going to make one. Let's see if that helps us. Technology new platform. It's Okay, testing, test. Can you all hear me? Huh. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I our discussion going and then I'm and maybe come back in and see if that will help. That is very odd. Okay, I'm not sure. All right, so let's get us started. Mandar, as we get started, would you, and I'm here, a little bit about what does it mean purpose? Yeah, I can uh, I can maybe talk and I can uh, say that if there is a button there called need help. So just uh, while I'm talking, you can ask for help from technical support and yep. they can help yep. you. We'll do it. It happens, see if that helps. You know, it's, uh, it's just an example of uh, what uh, leadership is about, like challenges like this show up mm -hmm. and we get perturbed. And we get perturbed because we have a lot going on and we have a lot going on when we want to be perfect. Uh, but we don't take life as it comes. So that is where leadership today cannot get perturbed because if you get perturbed, if you get frustrated, if you get angry, your judgments are clouded. The purpose of why you became a leader, why you became a nurse, why you became a teacher, why you became a police officer goes in the background. And that frustration, that anger, that whatever negative emotion clouds your uh, experience of the world. Mm -hmm. And so that is what, uh, you know, we have to be watchful about. Like there is turbulence in the world, there is chaos in the world. But is it affecting your inner world? Is it affecting you? That is our responsibility. As a leader, we have to take that responsibility that I'm not going to let the chaos affect me. For example, now as I'm speaking, there's somebody at the door. I could get frustrated, but now I have to smile like Mireille is. I have to go and see who's at the door. So give, me, give me 30 seconds. So Rhonda is back. It's just uh, you know a nice transition. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I don't remember the question, but Manda about you know uh, the turbulent type we are in, and uh, a lot of people uh, you know talk about the VUCA VUCA leadership, which is you know uh, leading when everything is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And for any leader right now, it is important to be able to uh, lead in that kind of world because things are changing all the time. And, uh, and we, we have to deal with different situation and, and, and really be ready to, to manage. That. So a lot of it is, 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 is really still, you know, a challenge, whatever we used to 
do as leaders when things where, you know, we could plan and we could do things, it doesn't apply anymore. It's a new world. It's a new reality. And as leader, we have to be flexible and start to, to really adapt to this new, uh, what people call VUCA world now. VUCA world, yes, absolutely, yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Like, you know, for example, these days I teach uh, meditation practices to people who need it the most, like survivors of violence, parents who have gone through, you know, a mass shooting in their school, child school, or mm -hmm. uh, former gang members who have been incarcerated for 20, 30, 40 years. Um, so when I teach such people, what I realize is that at the spur of the moment, an emotion comes and you act on it. And later on, you will repent like, oh my God, what did I do? Right. And those moments, you can even label them the oh shit moments, right? Oh crap. <laughs> Like, oh, what happened? Why did I do it? I think that is where we have to work on ourselves. Like, you know, leadership is not just leading others. That's just one mm -hmm. piece of the puzzle. But today, if you are a leader who uh, is not graceful, is not compassionate, is not loving, is not caring, then nobody will want to work with you. They don't have to work with you. So if you are working in a team, then you have to remind yourself why you became a leader, why you became a nurse, why you became a police officer every day. Just like we brush our teeth every day for dental hygiene. We don't get much joy out of this, right? When you brush your teeth in the morning, do you feel, wow, man, I brushed my teeth. <laughs> right? It's become such a regular routine, like blah, 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 blah. So for dental hygiene, we invest five minutes a day. But for mental hygiene, we don't do much. Mm -hmm. In fact, that is where the missing link is. The missing link between a good leader and an awesome leader is are you leading with that inner peace and inner calmness so that the external world is not affecting you? You are in control of your emotions. Okay. And, uh, you know, sadly, that is not part of any educational system. Like when I was in the engineering, uh, you know, education or even at the workplace, leadership development programs it's all about how do you get the results how do you improve your processes but it never asks you how are you are you okay how are you managing all the chaos in the world right so i think mm -hmm. that is what uh, the pandemic has really opened the door for us to have those conversations because today uh, like i was telling a police chief a few weeks ago that, you know, sir, don't wait for the police officer to come to you and say, you know, chief, I'm having a mental health issue. They won't do it. Same is true for a nurse. Like, I think, Rhonda, your background is nursing, isn't it? They are serving the, the anybody who comes. They are not looking at skin color or what's your bank balance, right? Then the nurse is serving how how much time is the nurse serving herself or himself not much because as a change maker as a leader you are serving other people so that is my uh, you know gentle reminder to through you to anybody who is listening that we have to learn how to lead with peace and then reconnect with our purpose every day you know one quick question for you so, so as, as we talk I want to back up a second because I hear it. And first, I want to go to a couple of for the technical advice. Who here? And I'm trying to. I'm hoping. Um, Marie, uh, manage it by yourself, and you know, really, have to play in terms of link is incredibly important. We have uh, Dale who said, Mandar, um, um, I gotta get rid of it. It's on my screen. As interesting, you have simplified what emotional intelligence has tended to make common. our emotions through mental hygiene. I ask a quick question, and, and Mandar and Marissa, mm -hmm. what gets in our way? This is all 
there's a, a lot that makes sense. However, this 65% of people are disengaged. Really disengaged, they are tuned out, they like their bosses. So what gets a really showing up with this piece and perspective first, and then I'll circle back, back around. So um, just trying to get what you, you know, what you said, because it was still breaking up. Uh, I think the, the first thing, and, and Michael mentioned it in the, you know, in, in, in one of the comments is to understand that this whole process starts with us. We have to be able to lead ourselves and believe in ourselves because I think there's a lot of doubt, you know, that uh, we have, you know, when we lead, especially when there are, you know, disturbance, when there is complexity, we tend to, you know, uh, become fearful. And we fear comes, you know, the, the lack of confidence. And it translates into how we lead, it translates into how we interact with people, and it translates into, you know, the result, you know, of whatever we do. And it is important that uh, we go back to the drawing board, which is, you know, going back inside, understand like you know mender was explaining what is our purpose what the big picture because as we get lost into the fear we get lost into the uncertainty and it becomes very difficult to to, to become uh, a leader so really have peace with ourselves make peace with ourselves first before we can you know go out and then say that we're gonna lead people because otherwise it's just very, very difficult uh, to, to be an effective leader. Would you please add on to that? Yeah, no, I completely agree with uh, Mireille. Is that how I pronounce your name? Yes, that's, that's Mireille, yes. So I want to just, uh, the Dale Waxman, I think his comment really uh, reminded me of a few years ago when I was still working at a small oil company called Shell and somebody introduced me to this big fat book called Emotional Intelligence and I was just reading through it and in the first two, three pages, I just shut the book out. <laughs> what? It's so simple. Like, you know, emotional intelligence is two things. One, are you aware of what emotions are triggered with certain events and people around you. Second is, do you know how to manage those emotions so that you're not a slave of the emotion? Uh -huh. So that would say emotional intelligence. And then the next term is social intelligence, which is if you are leading other people, right? And that could be a team, that could be a nonprofit organization, that could be any, uh, you know, a group. Doesn't have to be direct report, it could be indirect. Then you need to know two more things. One, what invokes emotions, especially negative emotions in the people around you? Uh -huh. And do you know how to let them know or you know how to manage so that you don't get affected by their negative emotion right so emotional intelligence for me is your emotions are you aware of the emotions and are you able to manage your emotions social intelligence is applying that same for the other person right so that's where da dale waxman's uh, remark was uh, reminded me of a decade ago where I just closed the book. I just meditated on it and I said, yeah, it's so simple. So, you know, today uh, leadership, we think that we need a title to be a leader, but that's a joke, right? Anybody who's caring for parents at home, it's a leadership quality. You're caring. Those who cared for you, <laughs> right? So it's a leadership quality. And so today you don't need a label to be a leader. We are all leaders and we better realize that we are leaders. Nobody is going to come and solve the problems in the world. We have to take ownership of 
the challenges on the planet uh, and forget the planet look at your own organization and your own community where we live and then expand that circle as your consciousness will rise like ronda she is all over the world now with her with her podcast right so she is uh, she's making so many people inspired she's not just in her own town she's everywhere so that's the potential of uh, you know leadership is you can take ownership for problems but if you do this if you do if can you, you hear do me? this with ownership of your own mental well being then either you will burn out or you will hurt other people through your words or through your actions sir can you hear me yes it's breaking still but we can hear you so, so they're trying to help me with my audio for the technical difficulties and that you all respond to it that world is lead doesn't matter if it's the middle east doesn't matter if it's south most of the leaders challenges so so people say to me us around me what do you mean i with all of this so moray maintain peace in the midst of chaos. so your question was how do do i maintain peace in the midst of chaos is it if i got it right? yes so Yes. Uh yeah it's it's really what you know we we've been talking about you have to know yourself you know and know your you know your emotions you know how you react and what are the triggers that you know um you know push you to uh show a certain type of emotion because until you can manage your own emotion until you can really identify those trigger it is very difficult it is very difficult because when when the, the you know it's it's going out of control so it is really about you know stepping back i think there's i mean the way i i, I do it i mean when when you know I, i'm in front of a chaotic situation it's really stepping back and really listening to myself and and try to manage you know the emotion that are coming out before reacting and uh, and the second step is really looking at um, the positive into this chaos because there's always something positive what is the situation teaching what is this chaos teaching you and 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 really focus on that because otherwise it's it can be it can be really wild and and those are the two things that uh, i think are, are really helpful understand your emotion understand the triggers and and be ready to manage those triggers and and bring the right emotion on the table and identify something positive and understand what is the learning what am i learning from there what is this can i do to to really manage go through continue to go through without thinking about all the the catastrophe and and all the negativity that is around the chaos so those are two key things that are, are very important as a leader and you know as a leader either professionally or even in your own you know household wonderful can switch browsers um cuz that's the switch shift browser so i'll try to do that stream i'll allow you and mandar to keep going but get to your greatness minute because it really aligns very nicely with do your greatness minute first and then and with mandar i want you to talk to us a little bit yes leading with peace and purpose we by extension to gain that same peace and purpose to that after the greatness minute and then me time to leave the stage and, and switch browsers
everyone, this is Mireille, the Greatness Engineer, with you today. Today, I want to talk about the three R in greatness. So what are the three R? The three R are first, uh, redirect, second, redefine, third, renew. So what am I talking about all of this? It's just because sometimes when we pursue greatness, we have, you know, we reach a point where we are completely flat out, where there's a break you know, break down and things can be very difficult. And it's the time to stop, just stop and start to see how we can redirect our energy to create more positivity and, and, uh, and create positive value into our life. And when we've done that, it's important to redefine our goals, redefine our, you know, the different objective that we have. And then we can renew ourselves. So become a new person, start a new path, start a new journey. And sometimes it can be very radical or just, you know, tricks changing few things so that we can get back to being the best, you know, the best that we can be to continue our journey to greatness. So that's all I have for you today. See you next time. so much Marie. so i thought that that message would uh for us on what we were just talking about about really grounding that sense of peace so mandar how do we can um really step into that space their purpose is so that they can connect Yeah, Rhonda, your voice is still breaking up, but I can pick up from where Mireille left. I'm sharing my screen. Is that visible to you? Yeah, we can see the screen. So I'll just give a little framework to uh, the work that we do. Uh, you know, as human beings, we have seven levels of our existence. Our body is just a gross layer. We can touch it. The other layers, we can only feel them. Second layer is our breath. We take it for granted, but it's a level of our existence. We are because we are breathing. The next level of our existence is our mind. So nobody has seen the mind, but we can feel our mind where emotions come, thoughts come. Uh, we go in the past, we go in the future. That's the level of the mind. The next level of our existence is our intellect. I'm speaking to you now. There is a faculty in you that is agreeing with what I'm saying, or it may be disagreeing to what I'm saying. This is our intellect. Intellect. So I'm saying something. You are saying, yes, yes, yes. Mandar is right. No, no, no. How can it be? This conversation that is happening in your own consciousness is with the intellect. The sharper the intellect, the better choices you will make in your life. The next level of our existence is our memory. We remember certain things, we forget certain things. Sharper the memory, sharper your decision making. The next level of our existence is our ego. Most people think ego means to show how smart you are how confident you are. That's not our ego. Our ego is a feeling that I am separate from other people. Either I am so good that other people are idiots or I am no good, other people are better than me. So ego is a part of our existence and that is where self-confidence, uh, you know, your uh, esteem, self-esteem comes from. So it's a very important aspect of our existence. Mm. But when it's, uh, when it gets to seeing a difference between me and other people around me, either like I said, I'm better than them, they are idiots, or I'm no good, they are better than me. That you can say is our ego. And the final level of our existence is our own self. The witness, you can say, the cornerstone of our existence. So now just going a little deeper, why we need to lead with peace and purpose. If you want to, then this is the framework that we teach that 
you know these are the levels of our existence that we need to learn how to manage nobody else can do it for you for example uh, your level of your mind some of you may have learned how to overcome stress and anxiety and fear and smile like ronda be calm and centered and energized but other people may not have any exposure to how to manage your emotions how to manage your stress they just haven't learned it nobody taught them second level is intellect you know we judge all the time some people judge all the time and that is what leads to bias inhibitions fears unfounded you know somebody might say indian food is not good it's very spicy i don't like it and dude have you tried it <laughs> i have never tried it then how are you judging it so this is what a leader can get into a trap right so we are judging all the time that doesn't help you but some leaders may accommodate imperfection they may be non judgmental they have learned this life skill don't judge until you prove until you see something for yourself the third level is our memory and this is very important for a leader or a risk taker because if you make a mistake your memory is going to remember the failure when you go for your year end review with your boss you have forgotten your failures your boss remembers your failures so if you have not learned how to let go of the negativity the failure then you will not be taking risk and we know many people who don't take risk right they are just like old school and you are sitting here and you are saying what's wrong with this person why don't we try something new dude that person doesn't know how to manage his memory layer he is stuck mm. and the final is very clear ego some people operate from this level of ego arrogance i know it all i am not good enough they are stuck but maybe you have learned through life lessons maybe turbulence maybe covid you have learned that oh my god i better be humble life is short i can learn from anybody so that is what you know uh, we now need some tools to manage this inner world so mandar let me just ask for a minute because that was a lot that you shared and i want people to really be able to digest sort of those levels that you took us through but on the previous one you also had breath and i know that you do a lot of breath work so i really would love for you to give us take us on an exercise so for everyone out there if you've got a comment um please jot that in the you know jot it in the comments what do you what are your reactions to what mandar is sharing with us and i hope my audio is better thank you so much i appreciate your support for helping me on the fly um figure that whole thing out um but what i know about uh mandar is he does some amazing breath work and breath work is so central to us being able to manage those emotions as we talked about so it doesn't have to be overly complicated right we can figure out tools and strategies to do that so mandar would you be willing to do a quick breath exercise with us and everyone out there if you're participating i invite you to just take a moment stop what you're doing pause and let's go through a quick uh, breath exercise together if mandar is so inclined to share with us uh i will uh, i just know and may assume that there are some engineers in your audience and they always like me want to know what the hell are we doing and why are we doing it so i'll just present one slide to make the engineering mind go calm okay so i'll just bear yes. with me yes no. please we don't want to we don't want to have any uh, engineer minds going crazy like marais right we have an engineer no. right here with us so that's can awesome. you share can you see my screen i can share it one sec there no, we go can you see it yes we can see it so this is the fundamental science of our life the science of our breath what is it there are many situations in our life whether it's a positive situation or a negative situation it produces emotions a positive situation produces positive emotions negative situation produces negative emotions and that is where we get stuck right oh i'm angry i'm so angry this guy made me angry today or i'm sad i don't have a job 
or whatever i'm feeling low because i don't know what to do in my life this while the world is so violent or it could be a positive emotion like i feel so good i met and played with my grandkids today so whatever the situation we get emotions positive or negative but the science is that every emotion is associated with a breathing pattern of its own like when you are angry there is a specific breathing pattern when you are sad we sigh right so now imagine when you are happy you breathe from your navel and a smile shows up so this is the science it's universal doesn't matter whether you are indian chinese russian man woman doesn't matter and the reverse is also true using the breath you can empower yourself to manage your own emotions and that can be a game changer for certain people you know we take it for granted but for certain people you cannot say you know ronda calm down it will pass <laughs> how do you calm this mind down right so that is where the breath becomes a tool does that make sense uh, mere okay so now we have, now she will breathe <laughs> it le- it makes sense as an engineer now i'm happy and comfortable so we can do the exercise <laughs> yeah so what is the first act of our life uh, mere first breathing <laughs> we breathe in we breathe in and yeah. what is the second act of our life mire we think it's the the breathing bring the emotion so it goes to the brain second act of our life is crying oh okay mm. and in india and i'm sure in africa also the baby is pinched until it cries hey cry <laughs> So first act is breathing in second ah, yeah, act is definitely. crying and what is the last act of our life what's the last act of our life everybody's life what will we do we will breathe out that's mm-hmm. it story is over and hopefully other people will cry mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> you can look back dude nobody is crying <laughs> yeah so between the first breath and the last breath we take our breath for granted so now when i'm teaching you these exercises you feel honored you feel grateful for your own breath mm-hmm. we are taking it for granted we say hey, see you tomorrow and there is no tomorrow we don't know Mm-hmm. right so now mm-hmm. first exercise we will do is very simple but it will help anybody who is having trouble falling asleep at night yeah so this mm-hmm. exercise will help you so put your right palm on your chest and your left palm on your belly and sit straight sit straight and uh, left palm on your belly on your stomach navel stomach yeah. okay and uh, now consciously breathe in and out don't force it at the same time don't use shallow breath also right so breathe in expand your belly fully i can't see your belly so don't be shy <laughs> <laughs> we're thankful for small things mandar yeah yeah so breathe in fully let the let the navel expand then keep breathing into your chest let the lungs expand diaphragm expand and now breathe out breathe out let the diaphragm collapse lungs collapse keep breathing out till your you can squeeze your navel in all the way in okay and then continue breathing in long deep breath fill up your stomach chest and lungs and breathe out relax your chest squeeze your navel in and now let's close our eyes and let's do it on our own with full gratitude for the act of life breathing breathe into your stomach observe what happens look at the amount of air you can breathe into your stomach don't be shy breathe in 
Keep breathing into your chest, your lungs. And then breathe out. Relax your lungs. Relax your diaphragm. And squeeze your navel in. And let's do five such full breaths in and out. At your own pace, you are not in competition with anyone. You are just innocently observing your breath and using it fully to charge your body breathing till you can't breathe anymore. Keep breathing and breathe out. At your own pace, like the waves in the ocean, one wave, breathe in, comes on the sand, plays in the sand, keep breathing. And breathe out and then goes back to the ocean. Three more rounds on your own. Long deep breath, welcome the breath with a smile. Even if you have to fake it, have a smile. And breathe out with a smile. Just like you welcome a guest in your home, welcome the guest with a smile. Your breath is a guest. Breathe in. Two more rounds. Breathe in fully. And breathe out. And the final round with all attention. Breathe in. And let go. And keep your eyes closed. And relax your hands back on the laps, palms facing the ceiling. Keep your eyes closed. Spine straight and relax your breath. Observe the sensations in the body. Relax your body. Long deep breath in and let go. Relax your shoulders, relax your face. Keep your body still. Slowly and gradually, another breath in and let go. And taking your own time, whenever you feel complete, we may gently open the eyes. How was it? I'm ready for a nap now. Yeah. I'm supposed to stay awake, but <laughs> I think I'm going to finish my coffee quickly. <laughs> Otherwise, how, I'm was the, <laughs> how was the state of your mind? How was the state of your mind? Very calm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it really, you know, there is there was a lot in my mind, particularly from this show, because we had technical <laughs> difficulties in the beginning and it was just a little bit chaotic and crazy. So this was really helpful to sort of bring things down and really clear my mind. Yeah. I didn't think about anything. So I was just, you know, uh, from following the instruction, not, not so feeling really free. That is called meditation practice is to be free in the mind so that the mind is in the present moment now. Mm -hmm. Now, you are not sleeping. 
you had elevated yourself yeah. to a state where the thought stream had gone down so, so much down that you, you had one thought like oh my god i have no thoughts uh-huh. right so now the more you practice this meditative state which is simple to access through the breath the more uh-huh. grounded you will feel and within 4 or 5 days if you practice this every day somebody will come and say hey wow you're smiling more today because it will bring you back to your nature you will not be worried uh-huh. too much so that is where breath work helps to reconnect with your own nature which is peace and love and kindness yeah so that is uh, some of the science behind uh, reducing violence as well right so violence happens at three levels the level of action oh. we send an email and other people get turbulence that's a violent action hmm violence at the level of the speech saying something that hurts other people and that all begins at the level of the thought so the third level is the violence at the level of the thought uh-huh. and so that is why the indian philosophy of yoga meditation is helping reduce and calm your mind so when the thought stream is peaceful the violence through the mouth and the actions will automatically fade out Uh-huh. you will not when you are peaceful in your mind you will not want to hurt other people because right. that is not your nature uh-huh. right has, has it happened to you you speak something you speak something to your mom or to your child and then you say oh my god i lost it and then when your mind comes down you go back to your honey and you say honey i'm so sorry i didn't mean to hurt you what did what does it mean that hurting other people is not your nature the negative emotion took you away from your nature so, so that's why a regular practice of breath work in your life 5 minutes a day 10 minutes a day will help you to manage your own stress to manage your own anxiety and then recharge you two things happen amire when you mm-hmm. do exercises one you release your stress negative emotions through the science of the breath that i showed you through the breath you are releasing the negative toxins and second uh-huh. thing that happens is you are energizing yourself because the breath is a source of energy uh-huh. mm-hmm. wow maybe at the end of the show i can teach you one more exercise that way yeah i'm going to have you teach it to us when we do our debrief so that those that are in the coffee with ronda show tribe you're going to get a special exercise uh if you are a member of the coffee with ronda show tribe and you can just go to facebook and type in the coffee with ronda show tribe and uh click to join there and you will get to see all of our behind the scenes conversations that we have with our guests so amandar thank you so much this has been a really powerful conversation let's just move to wrap up we are we are almost out of time um i can't believe this time went so fast and most of it was me fussing with my audio so i apologize to everyone out there next week we will be better now that restream has given me some tips on how to better use their platform so i certainly appreciate that so as we move to wrap up we're going to ask the question so if you are out there if you did the exercises for breathing please share how that experience was for you also um share what did we put in your cup this episode right what is it that you are walking away with and that you're going to take forward with you about leading self first with purpose and with peace so we're going to come back and do our wrap ups after this and i would love for all of you to share what's in your cup what are your key takeaways you can jot those into the chat Okay. So, as we move to wrap up, what's in your cup? What are we putting in your cup? So, Marie, I'm going to come to you first. What are you taking away from today's conversation? Oh, there's there's a lot, but I think the uh the key the key thing is the breath and uh you know the 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 relationship that the breath and the thoughts and and your action, you know, uh you know this this key it's a key relationship as a leader as a human being 
And I didn't see it like that. I think um, I'm going to make sure that right now, uh, starting today, I pay more attention to my breathing because I've been taking it for granted, basically. Hmm. So that's my key takeaway today. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that, Marie. Uh, Regina said, uh, what an effective set of techniques. I will definitely be using them. Uh, Michael says, I, I clear my mind and fall asleep quickly and stay asleep for seven plus hours. There are no worries in my mind because he tends to use, um, you know, he tends to use this um, at the mm -hmm. end of his day. Um, Dale Waxman says, um, taking forward the concept of intentional breathing to help control emotions. Absolutely, uh, Dale. It's really, that was a powerful takeaway for me today as well. And Michael said, emotional stress can be reduced as Mandar suggested, and it works. Absolutely. And so um, Mandar, I would love for you to tell us what final thoughts you would love to leave our audience with. I'm also going to share um, your information here in the chat because you do some amazing work and you teach this. Um, and we we have a link here that we're going to share with everyone. So it's a one hour module on breath work that you have in meditation techniques. I will put that link for everyone. I'm dropping it in the chat right now. Mandar, please give us your final thoughts for everyone and then tell people how they can connect with you. Yeah, firstly, I appreciate you and Mireille for doing what you do. Uh, this is, uh, you know, just God's work uh, to bring a smile on people's face, to inspire them to be a better leader. Uh, we all need to do this in our own way. And uh, my, uh, what I've realized during this pandemic, uh, you know, that we are, we are hopefully behind, is we have three levels of caring. One is the caring that I need to do for myself. Nobody else can do it for me. The second level of realization for me is do I care for those who cared for me or am I out there? So find out the five people that cared for you or have cared for you or will care for you no matter what you are and go back, back to them and make sure those bonds are reactivated. And the third is we have to care for the planet because problem in one part of the world, you cannot be a bystander anymore it will come to your own doorstep. So whether it's police violence, whether it's a suicide next door or on the campus, whether it's a mass shooting, let us be activated to actively promote peace and non-violence in our own capacity, yeah? in our own organization, in our own community. And so that is my, my humble request to whoever is listening that uh, see if you can work on these three levels because, you know, life is very short. We don't know when we are going to hit the bucket. <laughs> so let us uh, collaborate. If you think uh, my module is resonating with you, uh, in the module is a documentary film. I hosted the parents from the Sandy Hook School and Black Lives Activists. I hosted them in for 10 days. And so that uh, documentary story will inspire you. And then the module also has some of my work in Los Angeles, where I uh, uh, did a program to bring him to mothers and former gang members and at-risk young people and police officers who work in those neighborhoods. And so if I can do this, anybody can do it. We just need to be the change. That's all. We, uh, you know, that's my humble request. And just keep doing your work, you know. There is no end to this work, uh, Rhonda and Mireille. This is a life, life worth. Uh, uh, I was inspired by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. six years ago. I picked up a book in Barnes and Noble, his autobiography. I uh, read his autobiography. He had visited India that I didn't know anything about. He writes about 30 pages in that book about his travel to India. I didn't know anything about this. And so, uh, you know, these are legends that uh, Martin Luther King Jr., the work that they did is not just for their family and their people. They have transcended those boundaries, right? They are beyond boundaries of caste and religion, skin color. So let us all have that inspiration also that, you know, we have to follow those footsteps. 
you have to care for everyone but start with yourself so that's the missing link often we ignore the the, the person within you that's it it's very simple breathing will help and uh, ice cream also helps so if you feel stressed go have an ice cream yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Mondar, you have been a, just a joy to have on the show. Um, thank you so much um, for being here and for sharing your wisdom with us, for sharing those techniques. I'm going to take just a few more minutes of your time. We're going to end the stream and I'm going to ask you to join us in the debrief room uh, so that we can give uh, our backs, backstage tribe a little bit of an insight and an additional breathing technique that you were going to share with us. So go to Facebook, everybody search for Coffee with Rhonda Show Tribe and you can join us and you get to see our after show discussions, which sometimes get very interesting, short and sweet. <laughs> So thank you everyone for being here for episode seven, uh, for season seven, episode one of the Coffee with Rhonda show. We are excited and honored and just joy to continue to bring you great content to help you show up as the best, best version of yourself. So with that, we will see you back here next week. We've got another great, wonderful, amazing guest that will be joining us. Brett Packard will be the guest uh, next week. He's going to join us as we talk about elite leadership and showing up as that elite leader in your own life, what it means and what it costs you. So we'll see you back here next week, everybody. Until then, continue to lead above the grind.